Podcast. Thanks for joining me again here. We have another guest. He's a very talented musician. He he's in a bunch of different bands. He plays a bunch of different instruments. He does a lot of stuff on his own. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Mr. Cameron McBride. How you doing today, Cameron? Pretty good. How about you? I'm great, man. I'm great. Uh so you play how many instruments? Ooh, a lot. Um, let's see, guitar, bass. Drums, keyboard, vocals, ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> ukulele. Ironing board, if you count that as an instrument. <laughs> and you you do some weird stuff when you record, too. Um, and I'm not saying weird isn't bad, but weird as in, like, I've never heard of this stuff. Like, any... Uh, tell me, what was the thing I saw on your Instagram not long ago where you did something with a bottle of water or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually got a contact mic yeah. and uh, hooked it up to an empty water bottle. And then ran it through my pedal board, and like when you hum, yeah. And then when you hum into the water bottle, it kind of like picks up like a low end frequency. Yeah. And then I was just running that through like a shitload of pedals and doing some weird stuff with it. Now, what gave you this idea? What made you look at your bottle water and went, "I bet I can make this sound great." Honestly, I don't know. I was just kind of trying to think of some shit because I got those contact mics like a few, a couple months ago. And I was like, I wonder, like, what kind of weird shit I could run through this. <laughs> and then I remember I actually used, like, some soda cans on the last album for, like, some textures. Yeah. Like, as a percussion kind of thing. And I was like, maybe I could do some shit with, like, a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but that's okay. Um, how many bands are you in right now? And just name them all. Um, so I have three solo projects. I have Methwitch. That's, like, the main one. Um. Then I also have Bleach Wave, which is kind of like 90s alternative mixed with 90s emo and like some grunge. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's kind of like more of a rock project. And then um, I just dropped an EP for my pop project, too, called Bride. Yes. And then um, I play guitar in a couple full bands. I play guitar for Voidgasm, which is like a death metal doom band. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 12 Titans, which is like heavy, hardcore, metalcore, I guess, yes. with, like, some Rage Against the Machine influence in there. <laughs> yes. And you do, so you do three solo bands, two bands uh, with a full, full lineup. Um, what, when, when did you get into heavier music, and who are some of your inspirations? Um, probably when I was, like, around 11 or 12 is when I heard Slipknot for the first time, and uh, it was their self-titled album. And pretty much ever since then, I've been like hooked on heavy music, and Slipknot's still probably like one of my biggest influences, especially with Methwitch and like adding textures in the music and stuff like that. So, and when did you get into um, kind of the recording uh, aspect of music? Um, I've always kind of like tried recording myself ever since like maybe 2006 or 2007, mm-hmm. but I didn't really get serious about like getting good quality shit and stuff until like. 2012 maybe yeah so probably like six seven years ish okay okay 
when did Meth Witch start? And you said that's kind of like your main your main solo thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was December. Yeah, December of 2014 because I dropped the single on Christmas Eve, the first single. And how how did Meth Witch like come to be? What inspiration hit you? What kind of environment were you in? Anything like that? Um, it was kind of like a point in my life where a little bit of a backstory. I was raised in like a super, super like conservative Christian home. And probably around 2013, 2014 is like when I started questioning a lot of that stuff. And, uh, it caused like a lot of like depression and anxiety and whatnot, just because like, I pretty much felt like my whole life was a lie because I was like realizing I didn't really believe in that stuff anymore. And it was just a super weird time. And then like a lot of stress from work and stuff like that. So I just wanted like a really heavy project as kind of like an outlet for that kind of stuff. Which makes sense. And you have how many uh, albums with Meth Witch right now? Um, two full lengths and an EP. And what is going on the rest of 2019 with Meth Witch? I'm working on another, uh, it's like a concept full length, and I'm trying to have that out by the end of the year sometime. Okay, can you disclose what this concept will be? Um, I don't want to give too much away, but okay. it has a lot to deal with, like, uh, like possession, and there's some ghost shit in there. So, okay, it's kind of it's kind of like how Shadowkeeper was like a paranormal themed concept, but that one was kind of like different stories on the album, and this one's kind of like one main story this time. Okay, okay. So we're gonna talk about each band that you're in. Uh, let's talk okay. about Bleach Wave. When did this inspiration hit you? And uh, why did you, why Bleach Wave? Why this style? Um, I think I started it December of last year is when I started working on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it was like another kind of like weird time in my life. And I was going back and like listening to like a lot of like music I used to jam in the 90s when I was a kid and stuff. Yeah. And I just got super inspired by it. And then it just so happened that that month, my friend and I went to go see uh, Smashing Pumpkins in uh phoenix okay and i saw them and i was like damn it'd be super sick to like write some music like this (laughs) (laughs) so that was kind of like the main inspiration for that and then i just kind of had fun with it um i figured it'd be kind of cool to do something that wasn't like super heavy and kind of change it up a little bit right and when it did drop i listened to it and it does take you back into that 90s era aesthetic uh kind of vibe and yeah, man, it sounds good. Did you do everything on that? Vocals, drums, uh, guitar, everything? Yeah, everything on that. Wow, it's like, <laughs> it's really cool to hear, well, yeah, I do Meth Witch, everything in that, but I also do Bleach Wave, everything in that. And you also do everything in your solo uh, pop thing, Bride. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When did this come about? How did you get into this? So that one, I started, uh, I came up with the idea for it last last year. Yeah. And um, pretty much what I want to do career-wise career is um, I'd like to get into songwriting and ghostwriting on, like, a mainstream level mm-hmm. for, like, that kind of music, for, like, pop and that kind of thing. So I kind of just tried challenging myself um, to, like, learn that style of music and to see if I could produce it and write it. So the EP I dropped is kind of like the first few songs I had written like over the last year or so for that. Yeah. 
uh, just to put something out there and to put on my resume and stuff. So it, it was was it a definite challenge for you to do this, or once you started doing it, you're like, ah, this is easy. Um, kind of a little bit of both. I think the hardest aspect is that um, I hadn't really produced any like electronic music or anything before, and right. that album's like entirely electronic. Like, there's no guitars or anything on there. Oh, okay. So it was kind of so, like a, um, a small learning curve, but once you were past that, you're like, I got this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and like I knew how to play like piano and keys and stuff like that so like writing it wasn't too hard but um producing it was like a little bit of a challenge like there's definitely still some stuff i got to work on but um that and then i really had to crack down on like my uh my singing too because it's like all clean singing on that (laughs) wow from meth witch to bleach wave to bride now we're going to move on to the guitar, the band you play guitar for, Voidgasm. Tell me about this band, how many releases you guys have, and do you guys play live at all, anything like that? Yeah, we do play live. Um, I'm trying to think. I think it was November of 2017 we started, and um, pretty much how it started was there's another local band in town called uh, Supreme Verdict, Yeah, and pretty much um their vocalist and guitarist came to me and the drummer of 12 titans they're like yo we should like start a death metal band and i'm super into that stuff so i thought it'd be a cool idea so we started jamming and then um we dropped our our ep in may of last year and that's the only thing we really have out so far we're uh, working on some new music right now okay excellent and now we're going to move on to 12 Titans. This is like a straight edge, uh, heavier, yeah. hardcore kind of vibe. Uh, tell me about, all about this band. So, um, dang, that started in 2012. So that's the oldest band I'm in right now. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, pretty much like all my best friends in that band. Like, I met all of them through straight edge. And some of them I've known for over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And... um. Yeah, we were just all hanging out one night, and we were like, yo, we should start a straight-edge band. Like, we just thought that would be fun. And, um, yeah, it's just something we never really took, like, super, super seriously and just kind of did it for fun. And um, it was just kind of like a friendship thing, but, yeah, it's been awesome. It sounds awesome, too. Uh, Being straight-edge, I I always enjoy listening to newer straight-edge bands. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I saw something about, like, your vocalist recording something for this. Do you have, like, something new coming up soon? Yeah, yeah, we're actually um, trying to put out, like, a short EP. Um, Our vocalist is actually moving to California here, like, in the next two months. Oh, wow. So we're not calling it, like, a breakup or anything, but we're definitely not going to be doing anything for a while. Yeah. So um, we're just going to try and, like, put out, like, a maybe, like, a four-song EP or something, and then maybe play, like, a last-ish show, I guess. (laughs) Last show for a while show. Yeah, last show for now. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... so... Um, that's kind of like what we're doing now. Okay, cool. Uh, seems like you're pretty busy, and like you you enjoy being busy. Uh, stoked to hear all these new <laughs> songs that you're going to be putting out. Um, Thanks, man. <laughs> no problem. So, being straight edge, I like hearing stories about why other people are straight edge. Would you mind explaining uh, how you got into that lifestyle? Yeah, um... I think it was just like a lot of people in my life were kind of fucking themselves up with that stuff. Like, uh, my grandma died from lung cancer. Uh, 
grandpa was an alcoholic. And then I have like some friends that died from drugs as well. So I just kind of realized like that's not really what I wanted for myself. And I'm not judgmental at all about it. Like most of my friends do that kind of stuff. Like mm. Boyd Gasm is a super like stony band. <laughs> but um, yeah, for me, it's just a personal choice. That's just not what I wanted for myself. And um, sober is just what works best for me. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, some people kind of that don't really understand what straight edge means. Uh, I know there's some like violent straight edge groups out there, and yeah, like, I'm not about that life. Uh, some people ask me, no, no. "Oh, you're the guy that beats up like people that drink, right?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, <not> me." <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never like when someone approached me and told me that, I was like, "What? I've never heard of that." And so now yeah. the joke is, yeah, yeah, you smoke a cigarette, you're going down. So, oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's a, not good. Yeah, my whole mentality with that is, like, if you have friends that do that stuff, just make sure they're safe. Like, Absolutely. I DD quite a bit. So you can still hang out. You can still party. Just, just kind of help way, everyone yeah, stay just, safe and whatnot. Just the way you want to do it. And I understand, man. Well, thank you yeah. for uh, opening up about that. And there's one more yeah, thing. Sure. I, there's one more thing I kind of want to have you open up about. Um, you posted this on social media. Um, so you have opened up about being an atheist. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a good story, in my opinion. Just so because yeah. like not a lot of people are familiar with this kind of thing mm-hmm. happening uh, all the time. So seeing it on social media is one thing, but I would like you to kind of explain it here, if that's okay. Okay. Um, do you just want me to go over like what happened like in the past couple of weeks with all that or Yes sir, please. Okay. Um Yeah, so basically like I said, it was probably like around twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen when I pretty much realized I wasn't a Christian anymore. And my dad's like so hardcore about that stuff that I was super afraid of like how you react to it and then like causing problems in the family and all that kind of stuff. So literally for like the past five years, like I've even still been going to his church because he's a pastor too. Mm-hmm. And I was like still going to church, even though like I hate that stuff. <laughs> right. And like, I don't agree with pretty much anything that he preaches. And it just got to the point like where he was saying so much stuff and his beliefs were getting so warped. Like, it got to the point like where he was getting like super like racist and homophobic and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, I can't like, I can't deal with this anymore. So I was planning on telling him like after I got back from vacation and then I was kind of just prepared for the worst. I was like, things are probably not going to go well, but it's just to the point like where it was kind of like fucking me up, like mentally and emotionally and stuff too. like just keep going to church, even though like I didn't believe in that whatnot so yeah i was planning on telling him uh after i got back but literally like a couple days before vacation i went to his house for church again and oh yeah he runs the church out of his house too so it's like kind of culty oh wow yeah yeah so i went to his house for church and no one else showed up yet and he was like hey i want to talk to you about something and I guess he overheard, like, some comment I made about his beliefs or something. And it was, like, over politics, too. It, like, wasn't even over religion. And I won't go, like, too far into, like, what the conversation was about, but I pretty much just got pissed and was, like, I was going to wait for a better time to say this, but, like, 
I don't fuck with like any of those police anymore, pretty much. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he didn't even give me a chance to explain myself. He was just like, yeah, yeah, my house will never come back. So I was like, all right, peace. And I dipped out. Um, only thing I've heard from him since was he sent me a text and he was like trying to pull some petty shit. He was like, yeah, I don't want to be the cosigner on your car anymore. So you're going to have to get it refinanced and all this. And I was like, okay, that's mm-hmm. stupid. But yeah. <laughs> so he was just like trying to be like super petty about it. And that's literally all I've heard from him. And that was like two and a half weeks ago. And then I guess he gave my number to like my childhood pastor. And he's been like trying to meet up with me and stuff. And he was like even harassing me, like saying he was going to like stalk me and wait outside my house until I agreed to talk to him and shit. So I pretty much just uh, told him he needs to respect my privacy. And then I've just been ignoring him since then. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't heard from either of my parents in like a couple weeks. And then just the pastor hitting me up and that's all I've heard. Right. Well, thank you for opening up about that. Um, I'm sorry yeah, that you're going through that, but I'm happy for you that you uh, mentally feel better. It's like that burden off your shoulders. And uh, Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. So if you're feeling better and you're feeling great and everything's better on your end, whatever, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so what's going on? with uh with you cameron mcbride for any of your bands the rest of 2019 we talked a little bit about meth witch talked a little bit about 12 titans anything uh, any closing things you want to mention here okay um yeah with meth, meth witch like i said i'm just kind of working on that full length right now it's definitely like the weirdest most experimental album i've done right um i'm kind of like stepping away from the whole like slam aspect just because i feel like too many bands are kind of doing that right now right it kind of like got oversaturated, unfortunately. So I'm just kind of trying to come up with something super original and super weird and super creepy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's hopefully coming out sometime at the end of the year. Um, I started working on new Bleach Wave stuff, too. So possibly another EP like early next year. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, gonna hold off on bride for a while because i just put out the ep for that like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um voidgasm is writing a new ep too and we're probably gonna drop a new song here like in the next week or two and i'm really stoked about that i feel like we've kind of like stepped it up with this one so i'm stoked to show everyone that sweet and then um yeah like i said with 12 titans too we're just trying to put out like a couple song ep and then probably won't do anything for a minute Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, anything you want to say to any fans regarding maybe just you or any of the bands that you're in? Uh, any closing statements? Um, I'm just stoked that there's people out there that support me in my art. Um, when I first started Methwitch, I kind of like didn't even really expect anyone to get into it or anything. It was just kind of something I was doing for myself, like as an outlet. And then, granted, I'm not like huge or anything by any means, but I definitely have like way more fans than I was expecting to have. Right. And it like blows my mind that uh, there's people like in completely like other countries and shit that are jamming my music, and buying merch and stuff like that. So <laughs> That's I definitely feeling, appreciate yeah. all the support and it's like super unexpected. <laughs> all right, Mr. Cameron, thank you so much. I'm going to be talking to you here in a little bit off air. That's Cameron McBride of Methwitch. Pleach Wave, 12 Titans, Voidgasm, and Bride. Uh, check all those bands out. He's a very talented musician out there. Uh, he, he does so much stuff, and it's just him. And uh, 
Super grateful for him to be on this podcast. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the podcast. Uh, super stoked to be keep interviewing bands and getting to know some backstories behind them. Uh, so until then, we'll see you guys next time.